0: Baseball season is right around the corner, and Jake Mintz and Jordan Schusterman will serve as your guides to the good, the bad, and the utterly bizarre corners of the baseball world on Baseball Barbecue. In the run-up to the season, they'll dive into the rabbit hole on some of their favorite fascinations, from the home run derby to baseball brawls and more. Once the MLB season returns, they'll break down the latest news and developments with their trademark wit and irreverence. Check out Baseball Barbecue on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up everybody? We back. Another R2C2. Another week. What up, bro? What's good?
1: What's up, man? I see you uh you you now are wearing gear that has you officially
0: branded as Bayish. Am I right? Right. <laughs> this is this is this is a sweatshirt from my home. Only people from the crest, not even from Vallejo, from the crest use this word. So uh it's just what we call each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I love it, man. It, CeCe's wearing a, a sweatshirt that says Cuddy,
0: "Cuddy" on it. Yeah, Cuddy. Yeah,
1: and, and what is what is Anybody the whole explanation me, on there?
0: It's just oh, it just tells you where, like the it's just the definition of the word and where it came from, and you know the origin, the origin from it. Country Club crest. Yeah, I'm from. It's a famous place. Well, I'm I'm, I'm from a famous place, cuz I know it's you are. It's not a country club though. It's not a yeah. country club at all. <laughs> but, but but it is a famous place. it it is a
1: famous place oh man well see um first of all i you know i just want to make some fun of myself and let the audience know if you you notice a slight variation in the audio quality from karsten charles sabathia compared to me it's because i accidentally put my podcast equipment in the pack and store pile for the movers while i was moving so it was moving too fast um.
0: moving too fast now you gotta hold the fucking phone to your to your face all day. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm it's like an old school There's like an old school uh the old school uh journalist in the clubhouse yeah. with the tape reporter where they gotta put it to your mouth, like yeah, that's where you're at now.
1: I, I was thinking like I feel like I'm
0: back at Fordham, you know? Like uh, this is
1: <laughs> this is some
0: You know who still carries the tape recorder? Uh Susan. So when she does the pregame for the radio, yeah. She has the tape recorder right there for oh, you. Oh, she's great. She is hilarious. I man, the best. I, I,
1: I, you know what? There's something nostalgic about holding this phone. So maybe maybe it'll become my new thing. But yeah, well, <laughs> moving is always, dude. It's it, You know, moving it sucks, sucks, bro. It sucks. You know, it's gonna suck, but then it sucks even more.
0: Yeah, but then is it is it exciting though? Like knowing that your house is getting yes. built, you're moving close, like you're closer to the yes. house. You can go check on it now, yes. and like. Like that's that's good, yes. right? Like like the excitement of the build. Yes,
1: a hundred percent, man, a hundred percent. Like and even just like a new chapter being in the burbs, like all. Are, are all you that's a guy
0: exciting. that's gonna go? Are you gonna go around there all the time to be checking and fucking with these people? <laughs> I feel like you're gonna be fucking with the with the builders all the time. No, 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 no. no, no.
1: My 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 main uh, general contractor is a is a longtime family friend, so he's got my full trust and. I Uh, I still feel like you're gonna
0: be fucking with this guy, man. No way, no way. I'm
1: not not gonna. I promise, I won't. I'm gonna be now. I will say, like, I I will be like, you know, on top of stuff, and 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 my wife will be. But I have to say, like, I feel like I feel like our general contractor is so good and so on top of stuff that he's actually gonna at
0: times be hunting me down to be like, hey, I need you on this, like, rather than the other way around. So in y'all's in y'all relationship, you're Andrea. Like, who does she take care of every like a lot of the stuff? Or is that responsibility on you? Like, who does a a lot of she does. She day to day house. She's got
1: a lot of amber in her. Like just just the ability to yeah, just to be ability to like just take care of things. You know, like yeah, yeah. You I mean that that's that's the best
0: part of my life. (laughs) It's it's the amber part. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Best part of my life is the Andrea part. So she takes care of everything, guys. So. I said all that to say, when we when we built this house, we lived in a house right around the corner, because I never even showed up here until my clothes and everything was here. Like, I, I came to the house the day we moved in. Like, the first time I showed up here was the day we slept here that night. So, like, I didn't know anything that was going—it was all a fucking surprise to me, guys. Uh, I didn't know anything that was going on, and I wanted to be like that, like, design, like— I stay out of shit. Like, everything that... Like, if you see, like, if we go to a party or something and it's a party for me, it's all a surprise to me because I don't know what... I had nothing to do with the planning. You know what I'm saying? It's a great way to have it, man. So It's a great way to have it.
1: Keep it it like that. I will say, it's funny, like, I have been very collaborative and involved in everything, but I, like... Andrea just like gets stuff done period it's amazing it's like and if it pops into her head boom it just like gets done It's done. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I would be fine if somebody said like to me like hey you know like you're not you're not gonna see the house you're gonna know nothing about it I would say okay because I know she'd like make it awesome and it's oh, cool nice. yeah 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 okay yeah. that's good, I
2: would, then. That's I, good.
1: I, would, I would be good with it Um, but yeah man it's it's it, it is exciting now that we have like this part of the move done and uh the fine folks at Spotify are gonna get me new podcast equipment. So that's good. Like I man. rather than me have to dig through storage
0: to find it. But that that's good though, cause like you starting a whole new chapter, like baby, yeah. wedding, house. Like that's dope. That, that's awesome. That's fun. Thank you, man. That's exciting. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
1: Thank you, man. It is. It is exciting. Like it it it's very exciting. I felt I feel ready for it. And even like leaving the city, man, you know, where I, you know, I, you know, the city has been my heartbeat forever and I loved it, but I felt ready. I didn't, there wasn't a part of me that felt like, oh man, I want to, and I'm sure COVID accelerated that timeline. Uh-huh. And, you know, any of our listeners who've lived in the city during COVID, of course, know that we just haven't been able to experience it the way we normally are used to. Right. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. I am. I'm excited. I'm like, all right. Like adulthood, I'm. I'm leaning into yeah. it. Dude, I still... I still laugh thinking about when we had Malika on and I was asking something like, you know, what makes you feel like an adult? And it's like, you know, she's, she's whatever she is. She's 25. She's an adult. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but for, for my mentality, it is true. Like even at 34, man, I still feel, I mean, there's a lot of ways, of course, I feel like an adult, but there's so many ways where I still feel like a kid. And I think the trick of it is talking to more people as, as, as I get older is Th- that's always the case, right? No matter how old you are, you're always going to have that part that feels that way.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I mean, I absolutely feel that way. I mean, I, I got to play a game for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So how could you not feel like a kid? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man.
1: Exactly. So today, we get to chat with Gary Sanchez. Uh, yes, sir. Really excited about this conversation. I think our audience is going to really enjoy it. Um, and even though, you know, I'm sure people's first question when they just heard me say that was, what, is he speaking in English? No, but I swear to you, the flow you're going to really enjoy, and the great part about it is Gary understands
0: everything. So our – Yeah, he you, does. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. Our, he could – honestly, yeah. Gary could do the interview in English. Yeah. He could do it. Yeah. He's, he, he just gets nervous, man. Like, Gary's like a big kid, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. And I think, like, I think that's why I get so defensive about him and I get so mad when people, you know, get on him is because he is a big kid and he's super sensitive. So like if he if 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 he just had, I mean it's not even like, I mean is just Glaber. So he he don't care. Like yeah. he's going to do the interview in English. If he fuck up a couple words, he going to fuck up a couple words, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like Gary wants everything to be perfect. Like he don't want to mess up some words or, you know, sound crazy or anything like that. So he uses, he uses the translator, but he could he could easily do the if we if it was just us three talking. Yeah. he could easily do the the interview in English. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 and and by the way,
1: I totally understand that. Like, if I was if I was doing an interview, and I want my words to be totally and completely, you know, understood and not misinterpreted, I want to mm-hmm. do it in the language where I have the greatest grasp of all the nuances of the language, right? Because yeah. if I say if I say one thing slightly wrong and it has a connotation. I didn't want it to. And now all of a sudden it becomes a headline. It's like, well, that's not what I meant. I just, you know, so I get it. But I mean, I thought Gary was great. Um, we have Marlon Abreu from the Yankees media relations department who also serves as the Yankees uh, Spanish to English translator.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's with us in the podcast. Um, and I do want to say this before we get to and heat. See, one thing that, that Gary actually very sweetly after the podcast, after we were done recording, he said, Hey, um, can can you just I wanted to thank CC for when he came to visit me in the DR when he was down there for Sevi's wedding and he was there with mm-hmm. Dylan Batances and they came to visit me, and it meant so much to me. And I wanted to say thank you on the podcast. I didn't have a chance to because uh Aaron Judge had to do something in the Zoom room. So we we had to get off. Uh, we had to finish the recording as soon as we were wrapping up there. We didn't have time for that. But he wanted me. He he said, "Hey, can you make sure and and just tell Cece thank you because that meant so much to me, and I still think about it." And and I just thought, so here I am saying that, see. And I just oh, thought that's that that's just so sweet that he appreciated it so much, and it was big of you to go as a veteran on the team, visit him like that.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I wanted to, you know, uh as soon as we landed, I was like, "Yo, take me to Gary's crib." You know what I'm saying? So, I was just trying to see everybody when we got down there, but yeah, I mean, for me, like I want to connect with my teammates on a on a different level. Like that's the connection I want with my guys, you know what I'm saying? Where they understand that I really care about yeah. them, and and that's all and that's always what I always wanted to like the type of teammate I wanted to be and, you know, that that makes me feel good that that, you know, that that meant a lot to him because it meant a lot for me to be able to see him. In his natural place. Mm-hmm. Like when we when he comes here, this is not natural to him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not from here. He's not from New York. Like seeing him in DR and how he is naturally helps you understand a person even more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where my love for Gary comes and, and and my understanding of of what type of person he is and how hard he works. So you'll never, ever, ever hear me say a bad word about that guy ever. Yeah. And I love that. I love your relationship.
1: I love the knowledge you have to support him and and defend him. Um, you know, I, I quite frankly, I, I've been really disappointed with the way that Yankee fans have treated him at, at times mm-hmm. because, you know, I understand we have a we have a really, um, you know, a fan base that has incredibly high expectations, understandably so with all the winning that's been done. But I think that while obviously last year he struggled mightily in a in a, in a shortened and very unorthodox season. I think that the negative of Gary has been far more accentuated than the positive. And you can count me as the dude who will be rooting harder for him than anybody on the team to have a tremendous season and, uh, and see, I don't want to give it away before the interview, but I thought you, you give him some really good advice in the podcast. And I think people are going to enjoy getting to know him, the person and understanding kind of, you know what makes him tick and and what a mm-hmm. what a good guy he is
0: i think honestly the, the I, like you said i don't want to give it away but the advice that i give him is the only thing that's 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 wrong with him you know like that that's literally the only thing that he needs to fix is just the day to day mentality and then after that he's good yeah but but like I understand Yankees fans' expectations of Gary because when he came up, he set those expectations. You know what I'm saying? Like, the guy came up in 2016. We were rebuilding. We had just traded everybody, and he fucking— he rebuilded the motherfucker by himself. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he literally put us back into the playoffs 2000— like, set us up to go into the playoffs 2017 by what he did at the end of 16. So, like, I understand their expectations, but you still got to understand this kid is really young, He's still trying to figure out how to be a great catcher and a great hitter in the big leagues, and he will do it. Yeah, amen. Amen. So uh,
1: we'll have that conversation for you momentarily with Gary and Yankees, uh, Spanish-English translator Marlon Abreu, who's also a, an outstanding member of the media relations staff for the Yankees. But see, mm-hmm. we're going to start things off with a and heat. This is I, this is gonna be. I know you have a. This shit is hilarious. Yeah. It's funny uh, to me. <laughs> I know you have a lot of heat to sling, so I think this m- might be a one size fits all uh, sling and heat rather than three three different uh, doses. But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tee up for the audience, and then you can sling. Okay, so um, just so the audience knows, uh, it was reported today by Jeff Passan as well as Joel Sherman. That Major League Baseball is attempting to crack down on foreign substances. In a memo obtained by ESPN, according to Passin, the plans are increased monitoring by compliance, uh, officers. Um, huh? the h- inspections of baseballs taken out of play that will use a third party lab to check for substances, spin Oof. rate analysis. Compliance officers will monitor dugouts, clubhouses, tunnels, batting cages, and bullpens. They'll take a random sample of balls, and the lab will search not just for the substances themselves, but the type being utilized. StatCast data will compare spin rate to career norms. The memo first reported by Joel Sherman of The Post says, Players are subject to discipline by the commissioner's office for violating the official baseball rules, regardless of whether evidence of the violation has been discovered during or following a game all right see i'm gonna let you just sling and then i'm sure I'm gonna have a million follow-up questions and, and things to hit on but with you
0: I, i'm just trying to figure out like so the the spin rate analysis they just gonna figure out what your like what your slider was in 2018 and what it is compared to 2021 yeah but there is, there are holes for that because it's like what if you were doing this your whole career right or or what if you change the grip or yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying like I don't, I don't understand that but this is my thing like would you rather pitchers throw slick brand new baseballs and not know where the shit's going or be able to use fucking pine tar just like the hitters use pine tar to hold the bat or whatever you got to use to get a grip to throw to be able to throw the baseball like I I, I don't I don't really I don't really understand what baseball is trying to get out of this or, 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 you know, who they trying to catch doing what, but it's going to be a lot more motherfuckers getting hit up high all over the place. If, if they really, really start looking at the balls that they throwing out, um, just cracking down on, on all of that stuff. I just think, I just think they open it up a can of worms that they ain't fucking ready for bro. Like, like mm-hmm. at all. Cause, because I mean, this is, it's a universal thing. Cause, and I, and honestly, I don't think hitters care. I really don't think hitters care because I think hitters would much rather be safe than have you throwing, you know, a slick baseball. Like I said, that may hit you in the face. I, I want you to break that down for us a little
1: bit. See, for people who don't know, myself included, you get a new baseball.
0: Yeah. How, how, do you need to so, rub so it up with the something? Baseball, the baseballs are, are rubbed up. Like, they got this mud that's approved on Major League Baseball. But by the time they rub the balls up and put them in a, ba- in a bag for the game, they're like chalky. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like they've all been sitting there. So they're like, it's like chalk. So that's why you see the guys grab the ball and like just try to get that first layer of the dirt off of there. Just so you can get to like the leather of the baseball. Um, but if you ain't got nothing, like my hands, um, I got sweaty palms. So, like, my hands were always fucking sweaty. My fat ass was always sweating. So I could always grab something. (laughs) Or, like, if you always saw me doing my head like this. Like, after every pitch, I I did like this. And that was my fucking grip. You know what I'm saying? This, with, like, a little bit of dirt, gave me grip. Um, Sweat with dirt. Other guys? Sweat with dirt. Sweat with dirt gave me grip. Yeah. Other guys needed other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But you have to be able to get a grip on the baseball. My question to you, then, is... Do you believe that,
1: like, is it, is it some sort of significant advantage to the pitcher
0: to have these substances? Or is it really just about grabbing, having a better grip? I don't think so. I think it's just about having a better grip. Now, this whole investigation into what was going on with the angels and and, you know, bubba making all that stuff, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and honestly, to be honest, like, I've known Bubba for twenty years, and he ain't never offered me that shit. So I felt <laughs> kind of like slighted. Like, damn, cuz, you was making all this give magical shit, and why you ain't never given it to me?
1: I feel, I feel for Bubba, and I and I find it hilarious that you uh, that now you're wondering if you yeah, was holding out. my on
0: feelings, because your- I'm like, yeah, dog. Me and Bubba were tight, cuz. <laughs> uh, yeah. and I'm like, man, you're making this shit, and I ain't getting nothing.
1: So this all probably comes back to the Trevor Bauer crusade from a couple years ago drawing attention to this, we would think at least it is in some I ways guess, time, I mean, right? But, but, or no, you yeah, think there guess, are other people who like,
0: were, were shining a light on. I mean, Big Mike ran out there with a whole stickers on his neck. Wow, on that was unbelievable. That, one time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that, like, that was incredible. Guys, Mike. been trying to get a grip on the baseball forever. Yeah, yeah Mike Canada did that, yeah. I, and I felt responsible for that one because the whole week before that start, we were trying to figure out what's the best way for him to have something where he can get a grip. And he he was struggling that night Boston couldn't get a get couldn't get a grip. And he ran up the tunnel and I ran behind him. But I, I went to the bathroom and he came back down. He had a whole fucking I Glam mean it was like his neck. This, yeah. It was like this in yeah. his neck. <laughs> 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 and what you didn't have a chance to stop him? I'd have <laughs> a chance to stop him, like go back down there, like nah, you can't go out there oh like that. Oh my gosh! Like I saw so I felt Guardy Guardy was all over me that night, man. Uh, he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh cause? man, but, this
1: is good stuff. I love bro, hearing this stuff.
0: Th- it's just, it is what it is, man. Like it, it doesn't. I don't think it changes the game enough for them to be able to to send a memo out, cracking down, having extra motherfuckers around in the clubhouse. Look, I mean, it's just, it's just a bunch of. It's, it just makes no. Have sense. Have you
1: seen the whole? Um YouTube breakdown of spin rate and Bauer and uh and
0: Pintar. What is it that he he increased his the, spin rate by uh, using it?
1: Uh well he people think that he did it just to prove the point, you know,
0: because okay. like he he obviously He's he, well, he would know yeah. you know what I'm saying, like he's really into yeah, that, yeah, you know what I mean, like he, and so peop- I, I wouldn't know pe- any of that people think
1: like there's all these hints. I'm gonna send you the video, um how trevor how is Trevor Bauer cheating and why nobody cares was the was the YouTube video, okay, and it's um, a hey, Bauer ended up like commenting on it as well, um, and it, it is absolutely fascinating. And it's basically, like, the video, which obviously is not proven to be true or anything like that, but it's just a really interesting watch, intimates that Bauer basically used this stuff just to prove it it makes a difference. And and pitchers are getting an advantage. And, like, was like, you want to see? Watch what happens when I use it. Like, that was never confirmed, but, like, people thought that maybe that's what Bauer did, according to this conspiracy theory, if you will. Um maybe. But, but uh, so like I my said, question I is 10 like guys I, get an advantage then. See, is it more about more than just a grip? Is it something baseball should be looking into?
0: Man, I honestly, like, for me, I don't know. Like, but if you if you if I watch this video and it's clear evidence, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, man, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't I don't like Okay. So Rachel Luba, who
1: is uh the agent of Bauer, tweeted at passing mm-hmm. today. So what happens to players who've been using it their whole careers, grandfathered in, it, it, with that question about comparing spin rate to career norms, like wondering about that, like, and, mm. and it's a, you know, that's a that's a legitimate question. But so your biggest takeaway, C, would be, let people use it. It's necessary for the grip. Otherwise, you're going to have balls
0: flying all over the place. That's that's my take on it. Okay. All right. That's my take on it. Like, or, or or give us something that we can use, guys. Okay. Because the rosin bag is fucking non-existent. Like, okay. Like, get that shit off the fucking baseball field. Gotcha. That's not so good. So give us, approve something that we can use, that they can use. Yeah. Or let motherfuckers do whatever they want. Okay. Uh, whether it's bullfrog or <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, man.
1: It's, it's going to be interesting. It is... Uh, it's, it's interesting.
0: Just more, it's just more police to be around and fucking yeah. with people.
1: Yeah, man. I know. I, I'm also like, yeah. I mean, I'm very. Uh, it, it also does feel like it's the kind of thing that's been around the game. Come on, forever, right? Like, forever, guys. Like, I, and, like and forever. So, like, I understood. Well, first of all, I, I always. I don't want people to feel like they have to cheat to. to To be able to to stay on an even playing field, right? So I get that. It's the same reason why I I get why they did what they did eventually with steroids, ultimately, you know, uh, banning them and testing for it and whatever. But what's interesting about it with this moment in time, see, is like with the steroids, it was very, very clear. It was having this massive impact on the game, on the results. On the records, everything, right? Where you went from, okay, maybe one guy a year hits 50 home runs to now we have seven guys hitting 50 home runs. Now we have three yeah. guys hitting 60 home runs after, you know, two guys have done it ever. Like, I, so it was like very clear, okay, yeah, things like are different, right? But in this case, I'm like, what is prompting it to make baseball say now, after all these years, we want to look into the substances? That's what's curious. That's what I'm curious about.
0: It's 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 because of the numbers because you can put a number on the spin rate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 you can see an increase of something that that a you know if if a guy's spin rate on his breaking ball, I'm just saying twenty four hundred. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And and now he's using this shit. And now it's thirty two hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can put a number on it, then you can say the guy's cheating. Yeah. If if a guy's slider is just if, if it was breaking four feet, and now it's breaking six feet. You can just say, oh, well, maybe he changed his grip or something. But if you can put a number on it, you can say the motherfucker's cheating. It's just about saying that a guy's cheating or, or not. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think it's cheating, if yeah. that makes sense. I, that does make sense. I like that I take. Don't, I don't think I, it's cheating. But, I, but, it's, but it's, it's, you can put a number on it so people can say that you cheated.
1: You know what we should do? At some point, we should get, in the next couple of weeks, we should do another pod with Coney and maybe one other pitcher and talk about this a little more.
0: I think it. I bet you. I bet you, Coney. I bet you, Coney. This is gonna sound crazy, but I bet you, Coney used shit to 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 spin the ball better. Yeah, because he was that type of pitcher. You know what I'm saying?
1: I feel, and I feel like it was part of. That was like, part of his game. I feel like I feel like it was what like everybody at that time would try and use like different stuff to get a grip or whatever. Everybody
0: you know? at every time Ryan Ruko <laughs> used something to get a fucking grip on the baseball, guys,
1: from the uh, beginning of the well, fucking game, guys. I am genu- genuinely curious then what is going to happen with the baseballs right now. Then I like yeah. I really am curious what this is going to no, be like.
0: I, I, I would love to get Coney on and, and talk about this with Coney for yeah. sure. That'd be awesome. That uh, would be fun because he's. He's an old school, he pitched in a in an old school era, but he's of this era. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's the he's Trevor Bauer, but he pitched in the fucking 80s and 90s. You know what? Maybe we
1: even do next week is is uh as part of our ep, we could even do a little uh season, Yankee preview slash like what does this mean pitching thing with Coney. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be dope. So, that'd be cool. All right, so that's C's take is it only affects the grip, and
0: we're better off having it than not. Uh I, my, my. I just, I just think that my take is people are always trying to find somebody cheating in baseball. Yeah, and, 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 and this ain't it, cuz. Yeah, go gotcha. look somewhere. It's, it's plenty of other places where you can find motherfuckers cheating. Yeah. not here, not that banging you know trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> there's it's plenty of other places you can find <laughs> motherfuckers cheating. But this, this ain't it, guys.
1: <laughs> understood. Understood. All right. Uh, so that's our slinging heat for the day. Um, now we get a chance to chat with the Yankee starting catcher. Uh, a man who is a multi-time all-star, who we are uh, big fans of, and uh, who we want to see have a great year. Got off to a great start in the spring, struggled a little bit, came back at a big game today. Um, and uh, and I think you guys are all going to really enjoy the insight into Gary Sanchez's personality. So here is Gary Sanchez with Yankees Media Relations Man and translator Marlon Abreu on our 2 seats. Gary, welcome back to R2C2, man.
2: Gracias, gracias. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is... Uh... This is Gary's second time. We had a fun time with Gary when uh we had him with Sevi in Toronto. Remember that
2: pod?
0: Yeah, we did. That was a good pod the last time we did. So I'm I'm excited to have him back on. How you feeling, bro? You you
2: good? Me siento bien, me siento bien y feliz de poder conversar con ustedes de nuevo y y pasar un buen tiempo aquí. Yeah, really good, man. Um feel good,
3: uh happy to be here with you guys and, you know, uh take the, this time and just have some fun with you guys, you know.
1: Amen. Amen. Gary, I, I got to ask you first. What was it like catching C, like on a game day? What was his like? What was he like? What was his mentality like as you're calling his pitches?
2: Eh, es <laughs> fácil. Catchar a C es fácil. eh casi lo lo mismo. Corre adentro, el light, el bando, cambio, sinker para los para adentro, el El pitch más fácil que algo fácil de, de, de a él. Ah, it was easy. It was easy, yeah.
3: it's man, it, and fun. I mean, you know, we had we had the cutter inside, we had, we had the uh the back door, uh slider, you know, the
2: change up. Uh, uh, me, no no tenemos no tenemos hay, el reporte con Sisi yo creo que no funciona mucho porque es que él casi hace lo mismo uh-huh. sabes no, uh-huh. no no nos lleva mucho el plan de de ataque ataca afuera aquí no no ataca casi igual a todos los bateadores y, y funciona ha funcionado
3: and, and it was very peculiar because you know we had we had a we had a report and we had you know we we understood how we were going to get guys out right but with CeCe, you know, once on the mound, you know, uh, he, he's competing and then he's adjusting to what's working on that day. And um, the sequences might be uh, similar uh, and, you, um, and effective. You know, we get, at the end of the day, we're getting guys out, regardless of what the report says, you know.
0: Yeah, that, that was the biggest thing is, like, we would sit, sit in those meetings before with Larry and Brownie and Rad. And like go through all the, these, you know, the, the scout report and stuff. And I'll just be in my head thinking, like, whatever Gary put down, I'm gonna throw it. This shit don't matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, we sitting here <laughs> in the training room going through all of this shit. And when we get into it, it's gonna be backdoor slider when we need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we yeah. get into trouble, we throw in a backdoor slider. So, like, all those scout reports and all that shit. By the end of my career, it was just like whatever whatever Gary puts down is what we're throwing, basically.
2: See, see, algo. Que reporte reporte, como, o ¿sabes? Uno se, se sentaba, era como para escucharlo, para pasar pa, pa esa página, pero ya cuando Sisi se iba para los lomita, ya eso era. Eso era. Uno hacía lo, lo que uno tenía que hacer, porque es que los bateadores sabían que Sisi le iba a tirar correr para adentro y no le daban, entonces yeah and you know
3: and and just like you said see like we, we we go through we go through the motions right we go through the motions of going through that to the report uh but the end of the game the the, the day you know uh cc gets on the mound you know the hitter hitter the hitter knows a, a cutter inside is coming they still can't hit it. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's it's um, you know, it was fun.
1: Yeah, the it, it, Gary. How about like just when you're a when you're a young catcher and you're catching veterans like CC? How how did you get comfortable with calling pitches? Or let's say you think CC should throw a cutter and he's feeling change up or whoever it is any any sort of veteran pitcher how do you get yourself comfortable to be able to have that conversation where you're saying no trust me this is what you should throw right here
2: es un poco difícil es un poco difícil porque uno como yo como novato tener un pitcher como así si ya veterano 15 más de 15 años en grande liga Eh, él tiene 15 años en grande liga. Yo te he acabado de subir a grande liga. Él tiene más experiencia que yo, entonces se me hace un poco difícil, al menos que Sisi o cualquier pitcher del equipo veterano me dé la confianza de cero, me diga, okay, okay, vamos. Yo como como a veces yo subía la lomita y yo hablaba con Sisi, oye, yo pienso este picheo y Sisi me decía, yo le decía, Sisi, ¿qué tú piensas para tirar este picheo? él me decía, ¿qué tú piensas? y yo le decía, oh, el Lider me decía okay vamos para allá en líder entonces cuando un pitcher te da esa confianza ya tú le puedes decir lo que tú quieras y él siempre va estar contigo pero si el pitcher siempre estamos batallando yo le digo algo él me dice otra cosa para atrás y él es más veterano tiene muchos años experiencia eso es un poco complicado por ese lado
3: yeah it's definitely hard you know especially when when you're a rookie you know and, and you know, you, you have someone with a lot of experience on the mound, you know, for example, with CC, you know, CC had 15 years in the big leagues, you know, here I am. I don't <laughs> I don't have one under my belt,
1: <laughs> you know,
3: so how do you find a balance right to uh, uh, to suggest, you know, what 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 should be the pitch? And, and I think um, that's why it's important for uh, young catchers, you know, to have uh, feel that confidence from from the pitching staff. You know, and that's something that CC did for me, you know, when, when I went to the Mount and I told, Hey, CC, you know, um, CC will ask me, Hey, what what do you want to go? What do you want to do here? And I would say, Hey, let's go slider, slider outside, you know, and, and he will give me that boat of confidence. Yeah. Let's do that. You know, and, and back, I went, we executed, worked out, and that gives you the confidence, you know, and you start Mm -hmm. building, you know, and the, and and the relationship develops and, and the trusts. Debe- develops, you know, so, um, but definitely it's, it's, it's not, it's not easy. You know, um, it, it, the other way, it, the other, something else can happen, you know, where, you know, how you have a veteran and then you're going back and forth, you know, and, and you still don't have the experience, but, uh, but you do, you believe in your instinct of calling certain pitch, you know, so it, there could be a back and forth. So, uh, definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, it can definitely be a challenge.
0: I think it's honestly, I think it's on the the veteran staff to help the catcher out, and I think that the that the the older pitchers you know they recognize if a guy's working hard or not, so like you know me, I'm always on here, and I'm getting mad when people talk about you know something about Gary or this and that, and I always say the guy works the hardest I've ever seen in my life, so for me to know that he works so hard, and then when he's coming out suggesting pictures or different things, and we're having conversations about how we're gonna face a guy. I know that he's did his homework. I know that he, mm-hmm. you know, it's, he's just not going through the motions. He's not bullshitting. Like, he, he really is invested like I am. So I can trust when he comes out and says, hey, I think we should go backdoor slider here and not cutter." Okay, well, let's go then. You know what I'm saying? It gives, you, <laughs> it gives you that confidence that you know that the guy's working hard. When, when Gary first came up, he was with Tony every day in the, in, the, in the bullpen, working on catching, working on calling pitches, all that different stuff. We see that as vets. So, when you see that, it gives you the confidence to let the guy go out and call the type of game that he wants to call. You know, that's a great point, C, bringing up Tony Pena. Gary, how
1: much did Tony mean to you in the work you did with him when you first came up to the Yankees?
2: He me enseñó muchas cosas del juego, como el juego, y eso. hablaba mucho conmigo, Giraldi también. Y muchas cosas que ellos que me dijeron en ese tiempo, y yo por ser muy novato, muy 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 niño, eh, no lo entiendo hasta ahora, hasta este momento que tengo más experiencia ya en grande liga Entonces yo me pongo a veces a pensar cosas que ellos me decían en el tiempo, me, me enseñaban en el, cuando yo estaba aquí, que yo me pongo a pensar ahora y digo, wow, ellos me decían eso, pero yo no lo entendía en ese momento. But now I have my experience and I can understand a little more.
3: Yeah, I had a, a good relationship with Tony and, and Girardi as well, you know, we talk uh, me and Tony we talked a lot, we talked about uh calling uh calling a game and and um and, and one of the things I can point out is that, you know, like a lot of the things they told me back then when I was a rookie, I, I was a rookie and I guess I, I did not really understand understand it or really um understand the impact that it could have and now looking back you know now i have more experience uh and i can see like man that that was those were good pointers you know that those guys were giving me at the time but uh, again you know the process of growing right in the big leagues
0: i got a question it's, it's off subject it's about you know gary growing up i was wondering like when did you start playing baseball obviously I've taken a couple of trips over to, to DR and got a chance to see you at home and all that stuff. But like, when did you start playing and, and when did you know that you were going to be really good? Obviously, to get a bunch of money at 16 years old, you know what I'm saying? You had to be pretty dope right away. So like, when, when did you realize <laughs> that you could probably make it to the big leagues? Yo empecé, bueno, cuando yo empecé,
3: verdad? Si, cuando tu empezaste y cuando ya tu entendiste de que
2: si sí tenías una oportunidad, porque a ti te firmaron a los 16 años y te dieron mucho dinero. Bueno, y, y... Yo siempre jugaba en la calle con el hermano mío, que era un año más viejo que yo, eh, eh, nos poníamos a jugar, eso, empecé ahí al, ahí al play como a los 10 años, por ahí, 11, eh, ya cuando yo tenía 13 años, ya yo me veía que tenía talento, pero en mi mente yo ni pensaba que yo iba a filmar. Allí en Dominicana me decían, tú eres Julio 2 del 2009, y yo no le daba mente a eso, Julio II del 2009, entonces... Nada, se iba acercando los años, cuando tenía 15 años, yo digo, pues yo voy a filmar en julio 2 y eso. Todavía no tenía eso en mente, No, yo la más jugaba pelota porque me gustaba y me gustaba jugar, siempre ha sido el deporte favorito mío y eso. Eh, y yo me ponía a pensar, oh, pues ya ah, me filmaron y cuando me filmaron yo, los primeros par de años yo lo que pensaba era en jugar y quería irme para Dominicana. Que empiece la liga y que se acabe para irme para Dominicana. Yo no pensaba de que, que me suban para AA, que me, que me suban para la corta, para la media, ni nada de eso. Yo quería jugar y e irme para mi casa. ¿Te hacía falta la familia? Sí, no, y los amigos y eso al principio, tú sabes, duro. Eh, después, como en el 2014, cuando yo tuve la primera niña mía, eh, yo digo, wow, pero yo tengo AA todavía y veía amigos míos que estaban que jugaban conmigo en otro equipo que no yo para mí yo hacía mejor trabajo y ya estaba en grande liga y yo dije wow pues yo necesito tener grande liga y ya ahí fue que yo vine a abrir los ojos ya eso fue en el 2014 y dije ya yo quiero tener grande liga ya porque es tiempo de que yo demuestre arriba que ya yo estoy ready para jugar
3: you know uh, baseball has always been my favorite sport and and I used to play with my brother. My brother's one year older than me. And we used to play outside. You know, we used to play with the kids around the neighborhood. Uh, but I can say that I went to, like, I started going to a baseball field around uh, 10, 11. Uh, when I was 10 years old, 11 years old, That is, I really started going to to a field. And uh, it was more organized, more, more structured. Uh, around 13, uh, people started telling me, that i was gonna i was gonna sign july second two thousand and nine I had no idea what that meant uh Ju- july july second is uh when when the international uh players sign. you know like that's the day so like if they if they give you that label you know although you're not sixteen yet that means that you're gonna you you're gonna sign you know in a year two years three years depending you know your age um, but I, I didn't know, I didn't understand what, what it meant. Um, I, I was just playing the game because I I love playing the game. And eventually, as the time got closer, um, when I was 15, uh, it was coming up. And, and I did. I, I signed, you know, July 2nd, uh, 2009. And those first couple of years, you know, I, I was just playing baseball and I wanted the, the season to end as soon as possible because I wanted to go back home. I want to go back to my friends you know and 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 that's all like I that's that, that was the focus you know like I play baseball and the season r- real quick and 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 get back home you know and and then I found myself in double A um my daughter was born and that's when things kind of like started changing for me because um you know a lot of my teammates that uh Good teammates that I felt we had the same kind of um, abilities and, and, and talent. You know, those guys were already AAA in big leagues. You know, and and I looked around and I said, "Wait a minute, uh, it's time." And like I gotta, I gotta switch. Uh, I gotta hit the switch, you know, and and really uh, show that I can be up there too.
2: Did you always catch? Cuando yo estaba al principio, jugaba tercera, empecé jugándole field, pero no jugué mucho, después jugaba tercera, sí, primera, yo jugaba toda la base más o menos, pero más cuando tenía 13 años, por ahí yo era tercera, y lo luego, como yo tenía buen brazo, me decían, oh, tú puedes quechar, tira de, de quechar eso, y cuando yo tiraba para segunda, yo hacía buen tiempo, joven, tenía buen brazo, y ellos le decían, oh, pero vamos a ponerte a quechar eso, y, Y después yo de en la liga, yo empecé a quechar ahí y a jugar tercero a las dos bases. Y después cuando yo me fui para una pensión, me dijeron, no, vamos a quechar nada más. Y se enfocaron más en, en el quecheo y eso. Mm-hmm. Y ahí ya, aquí los Yankees, nada más, queche, no me quecharon, no jugaron otra base nada más. Well, uh, you know, in those when I started
3: playing, I, I played a little a little bit of left field. uh but left most,
0: field? Left field?
2: que if he, if he play left,
0: put me in center,
2: <laughs> <laughs> ¿okay? oye, a yo a mí me gustaba mucho Manny Ramírez y yo oh. yo seguía Manny, mm-hmm. entonces. La posición que Manny jugaba era Yeah.
3: And and one of the reasons is that you know I really liked Manny back then. You know, oh, he was my yeah. favorite player. So oh, yeah. Yeah. So whenever I went I went to the league, I told him, Hey, I, w- I wanna play left Field. You're gonna put me <laughs> left Field, you know. Uh, but I played I played mostly third base and first base, you know, really. Um, but for whatever reason and I guess it has to do with my arm, the the, the strength on the, my arm. Um, they always wanted me to play catch, you know, and I also was quick getting, getting uh, popping up and releasing to second base. So it, I guess, it showed something. It it showed a, a spark somehow that, although I was playing these other bases. Anytime I went to a program or anytime somebody wanted to see me, they wanted to see me throwing and, and and playing catcher. And and yeah, and eventually I signed and started my career with the Yankees. And as you know, I've been catching ever since.
1: And had another baby girl, I believe in December, right? Congratulations, Gary. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, so I, I wanted, we had Glaber on a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about. Some of his struggles last season, he said, you know, he went in to field all these ground balls that he had missed last year. And in November, when he was working out, he was still missing them. And he said he, he started to kind of lose his confidence. And it was his wife and his trainer sort of reminded him, Hey, you've always been a shortstop. You can do this. And obviously, Gary, we know we've seen you excel at the highest level. But last year obviously was a tough year. I'm wondering, as you got ready for this season after last year, who did you rely upon to to make sure your confidence was right? Who did you talk to? How did you make sure you felt great coming into this season?
2: Sí, fue un año muy duro, un año muy duro el año pasado. Que ni me quiero acordar ese año pero siempre toda la gente cercana a mí, eh, amigo aquí, los mismos healing Coach, eh, siempre tan mi, mi esposa también, siempre está hablando conmigo, dándome consejos, porque cuando, cuando la mente, tú estás pensando demasiadas cosas, también la mente no funciona bien porque te carga mucho, porque el año pasado a mí me decían muchas cosas que lo estoy entendiendo ahora, pero en ese momento yo no entendía, Porque tenía la mente tan cargada y pensando en muchas cosas que, que no podía ejecutar lo que lo que, lo que la gente me decía. Entonces, ahora que yo lo estoy entendiendo, que mi mente ya está tranquila, descansada, eh, todos los consejos que me han dado, eh, eh, y me estoy enfocando en, en, en pequeñas cosas, no no que me den, como hablar con, con uno aquí, otro allí, otro allá, otro acá. No, enfocarme en un solo y... y, y, y Yeah, man. I mean, definitely a tough year last year.
3: Uh, It's one of those that I actually don't want to remember, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I've, I've had a a good amount of people around me that are, you know, looking, looking out for me, you know, my wife, you know, like the work I, I do with the hitting coaches, my, my, my. Teammates around here, you know, they always, they always have uh, good intention, good ideas, and ways to help me. You know, the thing is that when you're going through a, a really tough time and and you're struggling to to get going, um, you can be you can be mentally exhausted. You know, you're trying different things, uh, uh, you're trying to understand, but maybe at the time you just it's, it's you're not processing the information. You know, like now. You know, if you can tell me the same thing you told me seven, eight months ago, and now is that it makes, it makes sense now, you know, because mm. I don't have the load and the amount of, uh, inf- uh, of information to process, you know, and do it quickly because of the season. So, um, that's, that's one big thing. And, um, for sure, you know, just, uh finding a way right the uh, uh, to to kind of like get the uh, get back on track in a way
1: hey gary your manager has said you're catching opening day you've had an awesome spring training which i know has been great for all of us to see and so you know people know who's pitching opening day so you you're going to be catching garrett cole last year was a big story how do you feel about it this year
2: ¿Qué te puedo decir? El, el, trabajo, mío, el trabajo mío es el catcher. Ese es mi trabajo. Yo <risa> juego una sola posición y es catcher. Entonces, cuando yo, yo soy una pieza de rompecabezas del equipo, cuando la pieza mía está en su lugar, yo voy a estar ready para pa, pa cualquier pitch. Porque si tú me pones a pensar, ok, le voy a que echar el nada más, el Sí, le voy a que voy a jugar una vez a la semana. Entonces, yo quiero jugar todos los días, yo quiero que echarle a a todo a todo el piche que venga, eh yo quiero estar ready para echar eh para jugar muchos juegos, eh no solamente eh, echar a que recall, eh por eso es que mi trabajo es cachele y, y y y estar ready para cualquier piche que venga a pichar, eso es mi trabajo.
3: Yeah, and, and you know <laughs> The thing is, I'm a catcher, you know, and, and and that's my responsibility, you know, to catch. And you know, that's game one of the season. Um, but I, I wanna, wanna catch everybody, you know. If if I if I if I only catch Cole, I'm only gonna play one one day a week. You know? <laughs> I wanna play every day. I wanna catch everybody here, you know. It, it it doesn't matter, you know, because I wanna I wanna contribute. I wanna play, and you know, and that's my job, you know.
0: And that's what I always try to explain to everybody, man. It's like Gary almost cares too much to where, to, to where it affects him. You know what I'm saying? Because if you got to play every day, you got to have some, like, fuck it in you. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, all right, fuck it. i get him the next day. Where, but, like, where he'll, he'll care too much, where if he have a bad game hitting or, you know, the, the pitcher didn't do well on the mound, like, he takes it upon himself. Which is a great teammate, you know what I'm saying? But at some point, for, like, mental health-wise, you got to be able to just let that shit go and get to the next day.
2: Sí, 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 te lo siento, sí, yo me, me, yo me preocupo mucho, me preocupo mucho eh, cuando el piche que yo le estoy quechando tiene un mal juego, eh, yo siento como que era yo que estaba pichando, como que fue a mí que me hicieron la carrera, aunque yo de aunque y yo ese día, yo me voy para mi casa pensando como que si yo lo hubiera hecho mal, pero es como si se si dice, ya esa cosa ya hay que, hay que dejarla pasar, Eh, Solo es que yo estoy trabajando ahora mismo, eso mismo, eh, mentalmente, como eh, juego malo, pum, lo dejé para fuera. No, no está pensando mucho porque eso yo lo cojo muy a pecho, sí. Yeah, see, you you're exactly right, man. Um, you got you
3: got to be able to to uh, put put it aside and I, and 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 um, and not care so much, you know, in, in a way because um, even like I could, I could go and, and have a really good game and get three hits, you know, but if they scored three, four or five runs on, on, on the, on our pitcher, I feel like I'm the one giving up the runs, you know, and and that shouldn't be, you know, and that shouldn't be, um, they, they, um, I have to, to, um, find a way to release that. And it's one yeah. of the things that I've been working, you know, like mentally, like how do you, uh, understand, you know, the responsibilities that you have as a catcher, but at the same time, find a way to balance it and not, and not take it so personal to, to the point that it's going to affect you, uh, the next game, you know?
0: Yeah. I think, I think yeah. that just me being a teammate of yours and, and knowing you and watching you, I think, I think you just got to let stuff go. I think, I feel like sometimes you feel like that the team is mad at you or like somebody's upset with you. We all trying hard. Everybody tries hard. We know that you work harder than anybody on the team. So you got to just let that go. If you have a bad game, pitcher have a bad game, get them tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? You're one of the best players on the team. So as far as like your mental health and mentally, like to, for people to see you up every day, coming in every day, ready to go, it just boosts the team up. So I think that's just a part of your learning process as, you know, growing into a veteran for sure
2: yeah
3: you you're a hundred percent uh correct there i mean you you said it yeah uh, you know loud and clear there's nothing else i can yeah. add to that you know, that's, that's it
1: yeah right i gotta tell you gary I, I like your fashion today i like what you have going on here this is you look stylish, man. You look good. You, you, d- how would you describe your style and how you're feeling right now in Tampa?
2: No, no tiene que Hey, I I I I know where I was coming. Where I,
3: was... <laughs> <laughs> I got you gotta you gotta look good for the podcast, man. Hey, now you knew I was gonna have my
0: yogi shirt on, cause <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like
1: it. Garrett. Gary, are you, getting, are you getting sleep with your with your baby girl right now? How's, how, how's that going?
2: Ella duerme, ella duerme sus cinco, sus seis horas la noche. Ya duerme bien. Eh. A veces si grita en la noche, pero es algo normal, es algo normal. Ella va muy bien, gracias a Dios. Saludable, que eso es lo importante. Después que ella, ella se le pasa eso, si grita mucho en la noche, pero lo importante es que está saludable. Yeah, she's she's sleeping okay, you know. She five hours, lucky,
3: six hours, you know. Uh sometimes uh she'll cry during the night, but you know, I expect it, you know. Um but you mm-hmm. know, the the most important thing is that she's healthy, you know, healthy, healthy girl, um, who will will deal with the uh with the crying and the sleeping, you know. For Sure.
0: <laughs> even even uh, a better question, how's you and Sevi's relationship? What's going on there? I know. Uh, he can't wait to get back to to start pitching. But what's going on down there between you two? Y'all good?
3: Con Sebi, yo vamos va. Sí, la la relación, tú sabes Cebi que. Sebi, mi
2: amigo Sebi. O sabes que los amigos los amigos discuten, pero siempre siguen siendo amigos. Nosotros nos llevamos muy bien. Y eh. eh ahora mismo no podemos hablar mucho porque ellos están en el otro lado y nosotros estamos en este... En, no lo veo mucho, pero. Eh, seguimos siendo amigos y los amigos van a discutir van a hacer lo que sea lo único que no vamos a hacer es pelear porque eso no no va a pasar por mí no va a pasar eso pero normal well you know Sevi Sevi is my pal man
0: uh, sí <laughs> he,
3: he is he's he's my friend and um, and like in any uh, friendship you know you're gonna have disagreements you know from time to time uh, and that's okay uh, We're never going to fight, you know, like that's never happening. Uh, But he's a, he's a friend. Um, He, we haven't, uh, he's on the other side now because of COVID we're, we're separated. So, so he's on the Heim side and, um, and and I'm here. So uh, our time together has been somewhat limited.
1: Well, Gary, I know, uh, I know you got to run and, and we appreciate all the time. Just final thing, man. What are you most looking forward to this season, coming back to Yankee Stadium for 2021?
2: La única mentalidad mía es tener un buen año, tener un buen año, eh, eh, hacer lo que sí sí dijo. Es uno de mis puntos: eh, la, juego bueno, malo, eh, sacarlo de una vez del aire, piché pichó malo, lo que sea. Eh, tratar de, de 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 seguir hacia adelante yeah I, you know honestly a solid year you know just want to
3: have a solid year you know and, and follow CC's advice you know uh, <laughs> good game bad game you know flip the page you know bad outing from the pitcher or a good one Flip the page and 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 focus, you know, on on on, on just that. Uh, solid year. Uh, be a contributor, you know. Be a consistent contributor, you know, and uh, be in there and, and find a way just to keep helping.
1: Well, Gary, we appreciate the time. We will be rooting hard for you, man, and thank you for coming back on R two C two. Thank. You. See, I, I find I find Gary very easy to root for, man. I, I hope the fan base, I hope the fan base is a little uh, kinder to him this year, and I hope that he, um, I, I, I hope that he has a has a really really great bounce back season, reminding people of his talent.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you know him, he's easy to root for. Like, really, really, really easy to root for because of his work ethic and how much he cares. Um, you know, you said something right before he came on the pod, multi-time All-Star. How many years has Gary been in the league? This is his fifth year? Uh, 16, 17, 18, 15. 19, 20. This is his sixth year if you count the he's, end of 16. He's already been to the All-Star game twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. guy, like, I think we need to, like, back off this guy a little bit. Like, let him, like, let him do his thing and just let his career play out. And, and don't, you know... Hound on him so much because that shit affects him, man, like like big time. He cares too much. And, you know, once he can, you know, get his feelings right, where he can just go day to day and, you know, leave, you know, if he have a bad game Tuesday, leave that there and, and go on to Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. I think, you know, once he gets that down, it, it's, it's going to help him in his career. But he just harps on the bad for so long and too much and it just it puts him in a slump it puts him in a bad mood. It's interesting what you just said about it you know
1: it's difficult on him and 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 look Derek Jeter never wanted to tell the fans like not to boo or anything like that because he was like hey they're paying good money they should react how they want to and and I do I totally agree with that like I think fans have the right to react however they want to react right 1000% w- without question but this is what I used to always say about the way Yankee fans treated Alex Rodriguez when he was going through his massive October struggles before he broke out in 2009. I used to say that, as a fan, the greatest thing you can hope for is to be able to impact your team tangibly. Actually have a tangible impact on your team, okay? And it was so clear that the booing at home after, you know, just making out occasionally, you know, like the guy, guy would pop out to start the game, he get booed. It was clear it was having a negative impact on Alex Rodriguez. He eventually overcame it, of course. But what I used to say was, as a fan, if you know that, if you know it's negatively impacting the performance of your player who you want to do well and you can positively actually have a, you you can have an impact, why would you do that? No, some things are reactionary, but other things are a little more thought out and there's a little more spirit behind them. And that's how I feel about Gary. Look, if Gary Sanchez is up in a huge spot and he strikes out bases loaded, I understand that fans and stands, the initial instinct sometimes is just a boo. Like it just comes out. I get it. I get it. But with Gary, I do think there is something more there where there's more thought behind it. There's There's a more ingrained instinct to be hard on him. And I'm not saying... That as a fan, you can't justify that it's your right to react to whatever you want. Yeah, you can. But what I'm saying is, wouldn't you rather be happy than right? Wouldn't you rather have your team win or have the guy feel supported? Or, or, And some people are going to hear this and think, oh, Ryan's being soft. But really, I'm not. I'm talking about actually making a tangible impact. This is a guy who actually is affected by these kind of things as a fan, your dream is to affect the team. Here's a chance to affect them in a positive way. Why
0: wouldn't you go down that road? I I think I and like I said before, I think it's what he did at the end of 16. It's people's expectations of it felt like every time he came up in 16, he had a home run or he had a fucking bullet, or he you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just that. I think it's the expectation of of what he showed you at the beginning. And, and, and people can't separate that from what he is now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's still that that effect of it's almost like he did it to himself. You know what I'm saying? Where he came up, he had 20 home runs in yeah. two months, and then and then he was Yogi Berra. Well, well, hold up! It's only been two months. You know what I'm saying? Like let this guy let his career play out, man. Like 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 relax. It's almost like when I hear them talking about Jason Dominguez and they comparing to Mike Trout and Bo Jackson. I'm like, come on, cuz. Like, you're going to compare this 18-year-old mm-hmm. to the best fucking baseball player ever? Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. both they they compared Jason Dominguez to Bo Jackson, Mike Trout, and Mickey Mantle. Get the fuck out of here! Hey, Who I'm can a- live up to that, cuz? So now when he comes to Yankee Stadium and he makes it out, guess what's going to happen? Yeah, They're going to yeah. start booing because yeah. he's supposed to be fucking Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Dude, it's no. It's crazy. It, it, your,
1: the frame of mind, and, and I was thinking the other day, I really would love to hear a conversation between Yoda and Dumbledore. I was thinking about this and how I would love to hear it. But like, I, it's, it, the frame of mind, it, it means everything, you know? It, it, look, if you are, if it's September 15th, and you're one game up in the American League East, and have won 10 games in a row, you're still up one game in the American League East. If you're one game up in the American League East, and it's September 15th and you've lost 10 games in a row. You're still up one game. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it's all about perspective, right? You are where you are, the present moment, period, the end, the journey there. It, it, I mean, honestly, man, it just takes a lot of different focus and strength to your point. It's like, okay, Gary, don't compare him to the 2016. Compare him to what he is. Like he's still a guy who. 26, 27 teams in Major League Baseball would love to have as their catcher. Period. percent You know, yes. and, and, uh, and same thing with Dominguez. Let's see what he becomes. Having said that, do, do, does he remind you at all about Bo Jackson, Mickey Mantle? Oh, guy hissed, the guy
0: hits the ball harder than I, anybody <laughs> ever seen at that age. I can't, <laughs> but, see, but I, can't I can't I can't, I can't, I can't compare it to Mike Trout and, oh, and Mickey Mantle, but wait. he hits fucking missiles. <laughs> oh,
1: I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, that's it. It's been a fun pod. Uh, show Gary some love. Or, you know, just, just criticize me on Twitter for being soft. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we love you. New episodes every Thursday. Uh, we'll have some fun stuff to preview the start of the baseball season next week. Maybe we'll get that pitching pod with Coney as well. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at R2C2. Make sure you're following us on Spotify. Tell everybody you know. That's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace.